Welcome to the Nurse Becoming Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Guarneri from the Resume Rx, and this is the podcast that's dedicated to empowering and encouraging nurses along your path of professional and self discovery. As a nurse practitioner, mom, and business owner, I'm on a mission to help you figure out how to leave your lasting impact on the world, all while bravely and fearlessly growing along the way. Join me for honest conversations and inspiring stories about personal and professional growth, all through the lens of nursing. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Nurse Becoming. Thank you so much for joining me today, whether you are a new listener or a longtime listener. Just really happy to have you in this community. It gives me so much joy to be able to show up and share with you, uh, even though I am definitely recording by myself. (laughs) I feel the energy of you listening, and I know that this information is getting to people who need to hear it. And just as a little little plug, uh, I know I, th- I think I asked you to do this in the outro of our episode audio, uh, but ratings and reviews really, really help this podcast get kind of boosted in the search algorithm, if you will, on Apple Podcast. So if you haven't done so, I'd so appreciate it. If you maybe pause the episode as long as you're not driving or anything uh, and just tapped a rating or wrote a quick review, it would really mean the world to me and and I'm super grateful for you uh, regardless of whether you do that. So recently on the podcast, we talked about how to uh, treat your job search as a scientist essentially and use the nursing process to help you utilize data and a proven process to improve the efficiency of job seeking. And the reason why I presented this process is because we often need ways to detach from the emotional charge of certain situations. And today I want to dive a little bit deeper into how to deal with job rejections. And the reality is, unless you are very skilled and super targeted with your job search process, you will be rejected at some point when looking for a job. And sometimes the rejection sucks. It often it often does because we tend to internalize it and make it mean something more than the reality. So in this episode, I'm just going to present a few ideas for you to shift your mindset around rejection, to welcome rejection, to value what it means and what it can bring to your process. And the first question I have, if you're being rejected or if you're not, is this question of, are you playing it safe? So this first thing that I want to point out is that I want you to get job rejections. It is good and healthy to get job rejections. And I'm going to tell you a little story. When I was first starting out in business with the Resume RX, I was learning a lot about sales and marketing, mainly because you know my business is primarily online. And ultimately, if I have a product or a service, which I do, this means at some point I need to make an offer to someone to purchase or enroll or say yes. And and this means they have to say yes or no, right? So as I was learning about this, I 
watched this video and I learned about this concept of going for no, which basically means that if you're not receiving no's, it means you might not actually be putting yourself out there enough. You might not be reaching enough people in order to basically be reaching the wrong people, right? And and when I heard it reframed like this, something really shifted for me. And of course, it's still important to be targeted with who you're reaching out to, especially in your job search. So please don't misinterpret this by me saying, you know, you have to apply to every job so that you can get a no from every job. But when you can reframe the thought pattern around the fact that no's should be expected and will happen, I think it can be really helpful for our mindset because it means that we're taking risks and taking chances and putting ourselves out there. You know, I often encourage new graduates to apply for jobs that require a certain number of years of experience. And it can be uncomfortable, right? Because you see that under requirement, uh, under the requirements list. And you think, well, I don't have that requirement. Why am I even applying? And it happens often enough that new grads will get that job that it makes me think of what would have happened if they didn't even apply, right? So sometimes this means that you're taking a chance. You're putting yourself out there to something that you might not be entirely qualified for. And yes, that's going to come with some rejection. But at the same point, being comfortable with taking those chances could get you closer to the right opportunity that's the best one for you. Hey friend, if you are a nurse practitioner or nurse practitioner student, and you're wondering how the heck to get started and stand out looking for a job, then I have something very special for you. Later this month, I'll be hosting a live workshop teaching you exactly how to approach finding jobs that aren't posted online. If you've been around here for a minute or two, you know that that's really the cornerstone of how I teach NPs to find jobs by reverse engineering the process. So by the end of this workshop, you will have a list of at least 10 places to reach out to, and you'll know exactly where to get started and how to spend your time in your job search. I cannot wait to see you there. If you can't make it live, still sign up. I will, of course, be sending you the replay. You can head to theresumerx.com slash jobs to get started and snag your seat to the live workshop for just $37. That is such a steal. It's the lowest price that I've ever done a live workshop. And I just, I want this in your hands. I want you here and present at this workshop so that I can really teach you how to get started so that this is no longer a scary thing on your to-do list. So head to the resumerx.com slash jobs, or you can follow the link in your episode description on your podcast app. And I really, really hope to see you there. And the other thing that I want to say is that rejections are rarely ever personal. Sometimes the timing is not great, or personalities aren't a match, or the skill set you have is not the skill set they are looking for, or the schedule you're available for is not the schedule that they're hiring for. These are all very neutral things. And here is a very important question that I want you to ask yourself whenever you experience a job rejection. And the question is, what am I making this mean? What am I making this mean? Asking myself this question 
is a tool that I use frequently to help myself deal with difficult emotions or situations or interactions. And as humans, it is part of our nature to make meaning out of things. We are really the only species that does this, that makes meaning out of things. It's how we interact with the world, really, right? It's how we form relationships and ideas. We make meaning. But the meaning we make is of our own doing, right? It happens in our own brains. And when we recognize what we are making things mean, this is where the danger lies and also where the opportunity is. So I've mentioned before that we recently moved and my older girls are in summer camp. So I was recently at the camp bus stop with my kids. And after I waved goodbye to the bus, there was a group of other moms standing in a circle and chatting. So I walked by them to my car and no one waved or said hi to me. And since I'm new in town, I'm already very aware of my newness and my otherness. It kind of feels like everybody knows each other because this is a fairly small town. Everybody knows each other and I know nobody. So at some point, my head was making meaning out of this interaction. And in my head, I was telling myself that they didn't want to be my friend or they thought that I was weird for still wearing leggings in the afternoon (laughs) rather than being put together for the day. Or they didn't want to be friends with me because my body was bigger than theirs. Uh, And they thought that I was fat and they didn't want to be associated with me. Like all these thoughts entered my head. Wow, right? (laughs) That's a lot of meaning that I made out of the reality that there was a group of people engaged in conversation with one another and probably didn't even notice me walk by, right? It's not like I went up to them and stood in the circle and said, hi, everyone, my name's Amanda. And they ignored me (laughs) and didn't look in my direction, right? I walked past them. But my insecurities about this situation made the interaction mean so much more when the reality is they likely didn't even see or notice me. Not because I'm weird or that they don't want to see or notice me, but because they were looking at each other and talking, right? So am I going to allow that to be the meaning and decide that this group of moms doesn't like me or accept me? Or is this an opportunity for me to walk up to them tomorrow and introduce myself? And I'll be honest, I'm a little sweaty as I think about what I know the right answer is, but that's a me problem, right? That's a me problem, not a them problem. Here's another example, another story I want to tell you. Back at the end of 2020, another nurse practitioner, Jenna, reached out to me on social media because I had shared somewhere on social media that I was in the process of creating a membership community for NPs. And she reached out because she wanted to connect and potentially be a part of it. I replied to her her message or her email and I let her know that I was not ready to move forward in that moment, but that I would reach out when I was because I was still in the very early planning stages of this membership community. Four months later, I was ready to do that because I had put the infrastructure in place for the membership. I had some clear outlines of what I needed help with. So I reached out to her and continued the conversation. So true to what I said, I reached out, we connected. She's now a mentor inside the NP Society. And she later told me that she made that mean that I didn't want her involved, that she interpreted that as rather than a no for now, which really it wasn't ever a no. It was a, 
yes, but not now. (laughs) She made that mean that it was a no, period, and that I didn't want her involved. And she was really surprised to eventually hear from me about the opportunity. Super interesting, right? So she was making it mean that I didn't want her involved. Meanwhile, her email was flagged in my non-urgent inbox so that I could follow up with her when I was ready because I actually did want her to be involved. So if you're job searching or you will be soon, or maybe if you're dating or moving to a new place or volunteering for opportunities, expect to hear some no's, okay? Expect it, but try to protect yourself from any negativity associated with that. And if you do find yourself having negative thoughts, ask yourself, what am I making this mean? Really write this question down somewhere because it's such a powerful, powerful question that will help you work through any negative thoughts, really. What am I making this mean? I guarantee you it will be very illuminating. And if you continue to ask yourself this question, often as you move through life, I think that you will only benefit from what you learn. So that's all I have for you. Another short and sweet episode. I am always rooting for you, my friends, and you'll hear from me again next week. Bye for now. Well, that does it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and making it all the way to the end. If you found today's episode helpful, would you take a minute and give me a rating or review on Apple Podcasts? It will truly help other nurses find this show and know that it's worth listening to. For more information about this episode, as well as a place to submit your questions or suggestions for future episodes or guests, head to nursebecoming.com. I cannot wait to connect with you again soon. And until next time, remember, I am always rooting for you.